Galloway is a construction manager and consultant, commercial and residential builder, and a certified inspector for all commercial and residential buildings. And now, here is About the House with Troy Galloway. Hello, folks. Welcome back to About the House. I really am tickled that everybody's joining us today. Hey, this is your audio university on everything you could ever possibly want to know about your home. We hit topics from real estate to investing to insurance on your home. Any tiny little thing that you could ever possibly want, we have. And we are continually putting out great shows week after week after week. We've been actually doing this now for a few years, and uh, we've got a lot of great content. And you can find us on YouTube. You can find us out on a podcast. And what really, what I really like about it is because we have so much information on these shows that you literally can't get at all. And I always say, get a pen and paper and make notes. That way you can go back. But that's what's great about it. That's why it's an encyclopedia. It's a university of everything. Everything on construction. Well, folks, uh, this is Troy Galloway. I am your humble host. I own Galloway Building Services. We are a full inspection company. Uh, yes, we do commercial inspections and residential inspections, whether you're buying or selling. But we also do construction inspections. These are things that makes us, just like this radio show, different than all the other inspection companies out there is that what we do is specialize in areas that nobody else can do why can we do that we do construction inspections if you get hurt somewhere on on somebody's property and you want to make see if you want if there was fault on anybody's behalf we go inspect that the situations that maybe occur we help if you've ever if you're getting in a divorce and you got to, and one of the parties are buying the house, and you don't want to pay more than what the house is worth. Well, you give us a call because uh, our construction experience, we can come in and give you ideas how much this stuff's going to cost, what's wrong with it, and that way you're not paying more than you necessarily have to. And it and that helps everybody. That helps in the divorce court. That helps your appraisal, so the appraiser can actually give you an absolute evaluation of what it costs um, when it, because actually when they do an appraisal on a home all they're doing is giving you the average it doesn't make a difference if the deck is falling down or not they just only want to give you an average so when we do it we can actually give you exactly what it is and cost associated with it we also do industrial inspections we do all kinds of environmental inspections and so we are a one-of-a-kind inspection company and if you really want to have more questions or you've got some thoughts you want to talk about give us a call our office number to Galloway Building Services is 636-394-3112. And you can always ask for me, Troy. Uh, I'm the owner of the company, uh, but there's also other folks in there that will be able to help answer a lot of your questions also. But hey, let's jump right into today's show because this is one that I've been wanting to do for a long time. A lot of people have been asking me about doing this show for them because it is something that's really pertinent to today in many, many ways. It's in on indoor air quality. Indoor air quality. So, you know, we have the COVID happening and like we've had tons of other different kinds of, you know, viruses and, and uh, prob- you know, health issues. But also indoor air quality is so much more than just that. You know, indoor air quality, uh, we, the tighter we're making our homes, the more that we're actually creating indoor problems for health issues. Now, 
used to be our houses were pretty airy, and the biggest problem we might have would be from mold and hay fever allergies. Well, we still have that because you're bringing this in and out of your home, so that's still part of it. But because our air, our homes are so airtight, we're creating our own poison, our own pollution inside our home. And whether you're living in an apartment or you're living in a townhouse or your single-family home or an old older home or a new home, there are many, many ways to protect you and your family and improve your air quality. Indoor air pollution sources, you know, what it is is actually they release gases and particles into the air. And this is your primary cause for indoor air quality problems. Inadequate ventilation. Remember, we talked about just a few minutes ago about our air homes being more airtight. Well, you know, uh, if you're not getting good ventilation systems, this is actually having a lot more pollutants. And so we want to bring in fresh air, and we're going to talk more about that. Actually, this is this is the show. I started doing the research on it, and it was just so awesome, all of the great information that we start we got out there now. So when I was getting my building engineering degree, we talked a lot about ventilation then. We didn't have the technology we have today. but So it's always been something that I've been very much interested in, but now we got these houses so tight that we literally are having to bring in air and and to get leave and get the bad air out bring the good air in you know something is and i know we never think about that but if you actually are running like your exhaust fans in your bathroom well that air you're sucking out of your house has to come in from somewhere so you're creating you know so you're actually creating a vacuum uh effect you might say but and and that's not so bad but let's do a area that we bring in the fresh air on purpose. We bring in the right amount of conditioned air for how much is actually going out. It's really we're going to talk about that as we go along. And when I was researching it, I found that I had so much information. We're going to probably end up doing this in two shows because I just can't get it all in one show. But I want you to be able to find out about indoor air quality problems during renovations and your remodeling when you're building a new home. And you can find a lot of resources out there uh, in the EPA. They have a lot of good information. There's a lot of information out there that you can find. But what I'm going to do today is just kind of hit on some of the highlights and kind of give you in the direction that you need to go. And people say, well, you know, uh, I, I'm in my office most of the time. Well, you know, office spaces, truly, office spaces have more indoor air problems than what we have in our own homes a lot of times. You know, there was just a few years ago we had up in a, a small, well, actually, Quincy, Illinois is not a small town, but up at their Soldiers of Sailors home, Legionnaire's Disease. Now, Legionnaire's Disease was not indoor air pollution, but it just shows this, how this can manifest inside of our office buildings, our hospitals our schools, our little children are in there. And so these are things that we want to make sure elderly people and you know, air, indoor air quality. Well, this comes from so many different types of products out there. And, uh, you know, and, and what that we want to talk about some of the littler ones all the way up to the big ones. But some of our pollutants, there are chemicals that are being emitted as our building products are drying and so they actually can do it gases even we even have living organisms like mold and pest 
that, that actually create indoor air pollution. Well, mold, okay, I think a lot of folks say, yeah, okay, that makes sense. And we have, and oh, and if you really want to learn more about mold, go back and, and, and I'm going to hit on a couple of these. Check out our mold show uh, with Travis Boyer, the mold man. Check out our show, that past show that we had on asbestos and uh, and with ryan uh, spill he came on and he gave a fabulous show on asbestos and lead yes lead big big problems and can be and sally and chuck uh, norris actually they uh, they came on to the show so that'll help you kind of learn more about them specific problems but we're going to like i said we're talking about the generalization but when i was looking about pest you know i'm thinking well that's probably that dead gum neighbor kid over there, over there hollering or up there staying up all night partying. I don't mean them kind of pests. Yeah, that's called noise pollution. That's a different pollution. Okay, we don't we would and I don't know what to tell you about that one. But I'm talking about pests such as rodents, uh, mice. We have uh, mice feces. You know, that's, that's a poisonous, you know. Uh, you get uh, people, some homes are heavy with rats and mice. These are problem areas. So these are areas that you want to be able to be tested. You want to make sure that you got good air door quality. You want to make sure you're healthy, whether you're young or you're old or if you got allergies. And um, so some of the pollutions, they cause such health problems, they make sore eyes. Make your eyes burn. Burning noses and throats, headaches, fatigue, uh, uh, other pollutants cause worsen allergies. Respiratory illnesses like asthma, right? Heart disease. I never dreamed heart disease, but absolutely. Cancer. Well, like the formaldehyde. You know, I mean, that's just one of the many of the products in our home that we get, we bring in that are part of the building products. And especially whenever we get high concentrations of carbon monoxide, these things can, carbon monoxide can even cause death. So, you know, these are things we want to watch out for. And there are testing areas, but, uh, and companies that will come in there and, oh, and Jim Vargo, check out Jim's show. Uh, he actually sells at air purification systems. Uh, now his is a different type of a system, great system, but uh, check out our show on that one too. That's why I said about these podcasts and YouTube. We got so much great information out there that you really, really need to go and do some research. And if you're a construction nerd like myself, you could just get lost in it. Oh, I just talking to a fella before I came over here. And uh, him and his wife, they both love, uh, they're not rehabbing any homes. They just like that kind of stuff. And that's how they found us. They found us out on our YouTube. And uh, and, uh, and I, then they found us on, now our YouTube's got part of it, but they also found us on our podcast. So uh, that's about all I want to say on that. But I really want to move on. We talked about commercial buildings and i talked about the legionnaire's disease you know that's from poor air you know that that happens in the, but there's a lot there's a lot of these things in our areas that we want to make sure our homes our living areas that we just don't think about actually there was a power company right here in the midwest a, a rural electrical company some people got sick they literally had to shut down the business that day, got everybody out of there until they could do an air quality study. And it was an older building. And so they had, and, it, and you would think, okay, older building, it should have been more 
oh, ventilated, and it was ventilated, but because they was energy conscious, they took care of their building. So it was more airtight than our normal. But let's move on to some of the problems that we have out there, uh, which is another radio show we had on radon. Radon is a radioactive gas, and it's formed in the soil. And it does. It can enter your indoors through cracks and openings in the floors and walls that are in ground contact. And radon, this is what the science, what I'm reading for science, radon is your second leading cause of lung cancer. I, I would have never thought about that. You know, I mean, uh, that it would actually be that dangerous, but it really is. And like I said, check out our Radon show. Uh, we had a, a fabulous young lady, Sherry, come on there, and she talks all about that. And how can you check on Radon? For one, you can contact people like St. Louis Radon. You contact people like me. We can test for it. Uh, but you can also go get, if you're already living in the home and you don't want other people in your home, you can buy a test kit from your local uh, lumberyard like Home Depot or Lowe's or Ace Hardware. And uh, they're, they're little canisters. You, and they'll tell you how to do it. Check on it. Say, same with molds. You can get one of them test kits there. Do it yourself. And then it literally goes to a laboratory. And the laboratory will give you the exact analysis. And they are, it actually is absolutely scientifically proven. And it's legal in a court of law. That's just how accurate they are. So that's something to think about whenever you're getting your, you know, checking on radon or them gases. Now, what's the other one? Well, secondhand smoke. Well, at one time, secondhand smoke was a really big deal. Now, secondhand smoke's always a big deal. But it's not as much because what I just was reading in statistics the other day is that we only have 30% of the people now smoking. I didn't even think we had 30%. But I guess with vaping and such, you know, I guess that's part of the 30%. But isn't that, isn't that marvelous? You know, I'm, an, I'm a past smoker myself. And I, oh, and I remember my kids just used to just, oh, they would have a tantrum when I'd be smoking like that uh, in the vehicles, uh, but especially in our homes. Anybody that's ever been in a home of a smoker, and I'm not against smokers. I, I'm a past smoker. Uh, and actually, I wish I could still smoke. Uh, but health-wise, I just can't. So nothing against smokers. But have you ever been in a home that somebody smoked in and uh, they smoke in? I'm going to tell you what, if you don't smoke, it could choke you. It, it literally makes some people lightheaded and nauseous. That's how toxic that is. And children, children are more especially vulnerable to secondhand smoke. And it definitely worsens your symptoms for asthma and is an increased risk for ear infections. I never knew that. And my son used to get a lot of ear infections. Never, And, you know, crazy enough that, okay, I'm getting off sidetrack, but years ago it used to be they would blow smoke into your ear, hot, moist smoke into your ear for ear infections. I don't know if that worked or not, but I do know that secondhand smoke does cause ear infections. And and I read this too when I was doing my research. SIDS, sadly, SIDS also. That's that's for the for some of you folks. It's that sudden infant death syndrome from secondhand smoke. Now I'm only repeating what I st read. I'm not telling you. I'm not a doctor. I'm not a scientist. Just telling you what it says. Uh, but why in the world why we want to take a chance? If you, if you smoke outside, 
you know, if, if, if you're a smoker, especially if you've got small children. Uh, but if you want to learn more about it, you could pull it up on the Internet and learn more about it. Now, we also got what we call combustion pollutants. And the combustion pollutants, these are gases or particles that come from burning materials in your home and uh, or, or in kitchens. And a major source of combustion pollutions can be improved by just venting, properly venting your appliances or your furnaces or whatnot. And we get it from, well, space heaters. Space heaters like for not electric space heaters, naturally, but for people with kerosene space heaters is one of the big ones. Wood stoves. I love my wood stove. I do. Well, anybody that burns a wood stove realizes that you have to literally take and paint your house interior every so many years because that wood smoke, even though you might not see it, is collecting in the walls. Well, if it's collecting in the walls, it's collecting in your body. Well, I mean, and you can't paint the inside of your body, so you're kind of stuck. So that's another good reason why we want to be heads up. Gas stoves. Ah, you had gas stoves. Well, natural gas, that shouldn't be a problem. Well, or LP, well, liquid petroleum. But if it's not properly ventilated or even, you know, that definitely can be a big problem. And dryers. I didn't know that dryers but it's that lint dust and such that releases in through the house that can cause indoor pollution i'm just as flabber i'm telling you this and i've studied this and i'm just flabbergasted at all of this you know that the different things so if you hear me stutter i'm just as surprised as you when i've read these things but and fireplaces well you know fireplaces is kind of like a wood stove except worse because a wood stove Literally, have most they have doors. You can seal them up a lot tighter. But most of our fireplaces are open face fireplaces, open hearth fireplaces, and that smoke you can bellow back out. You get a downdraft or something, and that smoke goes through there. And so you know these are these are all different areas that we want to be looking at for our indoor air quality. And of course, naturally, the types and the amounts are produced. It depends on the type of appliance. The, the, how well they're built, how new they are. The newer ones are going to be burning more efficiently than the older ones. And if you really want to learn more about some of this, I want you to go check out, uh, and you can check out about carbon monoxide. Carbon monoxide, CO, it's in a color, uh, we, which we talk about this in other, we, we talked about alarms and such when on one of our other shows that we did. But CO, it's a colorless, you don't even see it. It's odorless. You don't even smell it, but it interferes with the delivery of oxygen through your body. And one of the one of the signs is for carbon monoxide poisoning is headaches, dizziness, weakness, nausea, and even death. So that is very serious. And then we have nitrogen dioxide, and it's also colorless odorless causes eye and nose irritation shortness of breath and definitely it has it has increased risk of respiratory infections so these are things that we, and you google them because i don't want to get into a whole bunch on this show in particular of that you know maybe what we need to do is in a little bit in the future i'll bring some professionals on and we'll do some more shows on that and that's kind of why I wanted to do this show, because we've had a lot of the professionals with Radon and these folks already on here that you can go back. But this one is just kind of pulling it all together so it makes more sense. Now, we also have some other types of 
issues that we have to worry about for our uh, indoor air quality. And that is uh, VOCs, volatile organic compounds. And they cause eye, just like some of those others, they cause eye, nose, and throat irritation, headaches, nausea, can even cause damage to the liver, kidney, and central nervous system. That's just how powerful this is. And what they are is these are chemicals that are, well, we talked about this at the very beginning of some of, this, of the show here, but what they are is they're chemicals that evaporate at the room temperature. So these uh, these VOCs, they call them, or VOCs, are released from the products into your home during the use and while they're being stored. Uh, and so these are some of the things we want to talk about or think about. And some of the, oh, and here are a list of different things that we have in the home that we've been doing and been doing for years. Paints and lacquers. Now, paints, we do have them now, paints that are low in uh, our VOCs uh, is that we can make sure that we could paint our home with that. If you're sensitive to that, think about when you're hiring your painter. Check out our show with First Choice Painting with Rube, but check them out. First Choice, great painting company. He's done a great couple of shows with us. Great painter. I hope you don't listen to his show. His head just get all big, yo, from patting him on the back. But all sincerity, he really is a great guy. Paint strippers. Ooh, paint strippers. You know that stuff. When we put that on there, that'll just burn that that burn the inside of your eyeballs out. Okay, I'm exaggerating, but that is some nasty stuff. Uh but some of that stuff like paint strippers is like a turpentine uh goof off, which I, I think is some really great stuff. Uh but these are just kind of turpentine, you know, mineral spirits, things like that. Cleaning supplies. Yes, cleaning supplies. So if you are sensitive to this or if you are having problems after your cleaning lady comes through, or I should say your cleaning company, because there's no such thing as a cleaning lady. They're cleaning companies because they hire everybody. Uh, as a matter of fact, as a guy, I think we probably, okay, I'm, the wife, she's not going to listen to this show. I'm going to get in trouble. But I think we do a great job of cleaning. Of course, I don't know too many wives that will agree with that, but I think so, right? <laughs> oh, stick with me, guys. We're all in this together. <laughs> Cleaning supplies. And then varnishes and waxes. Waxes. Yeah, we still wax our hardwood floors. We wax that we have a lot you know, on our furniture, old English, on our, you know, our beautiful you know, wood products out there, you know, because they need that natural oils or oils in a tube of the wood to keep them from actually drying out and cracking. Make sure you think about that. Or if you're using a particular product, once again, make sure that if you're feeling bad after using it, you know, then maybe that because why? But, you know, think about it. Pesticides pesticides well a lot of us are out there you know using for ants uh, cockroaches spiders and we buy this stuff right there off the shelf down there at our local uh, supply house or you know our, our hardware stores or lumber yards pesticides really bad you know and so we want to make sure that that we're actually conscious of what what it is that we're using um, but building materials and furnishings Building materials. What type of building material? Well, kitchen cabinets. You know, as a builder, there's been many a times that we've had to put in formaldehyde-free materials. You, you know how hard it is to try to find 
formaldehyde free. You've got formaldehyde in your kitchen cabinets. You got it in your subfloor. You got it in your glues uh, of your of your materials. You know, you also you getting some of this. You also are getting out of uh, your pet your type of formaldehyde, but other types of indoor pollutants coming out of fresh laid carpet. Have you ever been in a brand new fresh laid home that oh I I I, I love a build, so I you know I just love that smell, but that smell can be toxic to some people. And brand new carpeting, as it emits that gas off of it, it can definitely get you. Oh, 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 what we're talking about that? I'm going to bounce back here for a little bit on insulation. Insulation, which is not one of my one of my uh, notes here, one of my bullet points, is not here. But we see spray foam insulation. If done improperly, there's been folks that literally cannot go back into their homes again because of this, because of folks not knowing how to do it, uh, how to apply it. Go back and check out my show on insulation. We talk about that. We give you a lot more detail on that. Of course, you know, our fiberglass insulation, that's indoor air pollutant. That little air, you know, and uh, you check out the Insulation Institute. They talk about the cancer causing from some of this that, you know, these little fibers, these glass fibers have going through the air. These are all things that we want to be watching for. Office equipment. No, I never thought about office equipment, but office equipment is definitely one of the problems out there for the VOCs. Moth repellents. Really? Moth repellents. Used to be, we used to just use cedar in our closets or in our cedar chest to keep the moths away. Uh, more for uh, folks that are still using a lot of wool in clothes, clothes made from wool. Uh, but yep, we still got them moth repellents out there. Air fresheners. Yeah, some of them air fresheners you got. Go check out the fine print. They definitely have, you know, that stuff that they use to make it smell all good, that's not all good for you. So that definitely is a problem. Dry, cleaned clothing. Now, this is something we've been hearing about since the dry store goods uh, way back in the 1800s of this. Of course, you know, our clothes had that smell. Now, we've come a long, long way since the 1800s. But dry cleaning clothes, you know, uh, they actually have that putting out an air pollutant. So if you're very sensitive, this definitely can do it. Candles. I love my candles. We're just going to have to have a better indoor air quality system for me. Yeah, because I'm not going to I'm not going to quit using my candles. Uh but I love I love them. But you know, when we talked to Patty uh Ducks uh Duck Cleaning, uh she did a radio show with us and she talks about cleaning your ductwork through your house. She talks about finding uh, people that are heavy candle burners the, uh, that literally have these materials left over residue from the paraffin and such going through your ductwork. That's why it's important to get your ducts clean. This is why these little things like this make a big difference, folks. And then the ones that are, really breaks my heart is essential oils. Some of these essential oils, and which are, can help you, some can enhance your life, make you feel better, some of them are also hazardous and can and do kill your animals. Now, if they're killing your animals, what are they doing to our little children? Something to think about. So, the VOCs, when they evaporate into the air, they, uh, you know, sometimes, you know, they, 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 when we use these products, they're used. They can even do it while you're just being stored. 
So, you know, we talk about that and, and check and, and, and check it out. You can Google it, uh, volatile, volatile organic compounds. And uh, just read the instructions. Make sure that you're following the rules. There's plenty of great information out there. Make sure when there's some of it that you're doing outside, you know, when you're mixing some of your mineral sparings or goof off. And if you can't, if you're on the inside because you're doing whatever you got to do, make sure you got great ventilation, open some windows. Never, ever mix products in your home, such as household cleaners, unless it's directed you can do it on the label. It's important to read them labels. You know, there's another one that I didn't really even put in my notes, and that is uh, some of these uh, products. They're really not used indoors, but we bring them indoors, and that is weed spray. Now, we got some really great weed spray out there to kill our weeds, uh, but if you've been stomping around in there and if you're sensitive, you actually could bring them in. And we all seen the lawsuits when it comes to that, so think about that. Uh, you know, that be, just be heads up, you know, whenever you use these things. They'll definitely tell you where to store them at so as that it's safe. Uh, and, and, of course, naturally, you keep all these type of products away from the children. Let's go step in here and do a little bit about asthma. And asthma, asthma triggers are commonly found in homes and they're found in our schools and our offices. And they, you know, they include mold and dust mites. Dust mites, ooh, you know, oh, mites live. I mean, have you ever seen a picture of them dust mites? Oh, my stars. These are little animals. These are little creatures that are living inside of there. And they got little claws on them and they're nasty looking. And you're inhaling these things into your body. Ugh, you know. Even an old Marine like myself, I think, I don't want that crap in my body. But, uh, but I think, think, praise God, I don't have asthma. Uh, but, but if you have asthma, you've got to be heads up on this stuff. You know, and, of course, our secondhand smoke and pets. Pets can also be, you know, which I love my pets, and I'm glad I don't have asthma. But people, some people are allergic to cats and dogs. And uh, so these are different things that also will cause indoor air pollutants. And we talked about that just a minute ago and also with with uh, Patty uh, on uh, Ducks Work Cleaning and on our radio show. And she talks about that. Also, mold. Now, when they do a mold test, we just did one with Travis just this morning on a job. And he tests for indoor air quality. You know, and he does. Then what they do when they do an indoor test like this is that they do a generalization of the total air around. They don't actually pick a specific hot spot area, and it's because they're a generalization because mold is everywhere. But we have some spots that are really bad that we want to make sure that no, we don't have, and like shower curtains. Oh, I never thought of that. Shower curtains. Well, definitely anybody's seen an old moldy, dirty shower curtain. Mold grows in there. Dust mites. Dust mites are in our pillows and our blankets and our stuffed animals. As a matter of fact, we're getting a lot of bed bugs now. Uh, it's, it's having troubles. As, uh, today we had we was doing an inspection, and we brought in a specialist for testing for bed bugs. Uh, you know, this uh, that's an indoor air pollutant. You know, these are these little things like that. Uh, these and also they're not good for our you know uh, asthma. You're getting anything like that, we don't want that. Secondhand smoke, we talk about that. You know, these are all triggers, asthma triggers. And of course, you know, we all know what asthma does is creates coughing, it, you know, chest tightness, wheezing, breathing problems. 
uh, anybody that ever sees somebody having an asthma attack, your heart just got to go out for them. And, you know, it's very serious. Sometimes it's life-threatening respiratory disease that it literally affects the quality of life for millions and millions of Americans. So some of the things we want to take action on if you are asthma-inclined is you just don't allow any smoking in your car or your home. Dust and clean your home regularly. And clean your home up from mold. Fix your water leaks. Wash your sheets and blankets weekly in hot water. I can't even believe that we have to make a note of that. But this was on my checkoff list when I was doing my research. I thought everybody washed their sheets every week or more. But apparently, I guess not everybody does. So And do it in, and, and wash them in hot water. Now, I'm going to have some wives going to get on to me about that, but I'm an old I'm an old marine and hot water, okay? And that's what it says here in my notes. Use it, wash your wash your sheets and blankets in hot water, and so there must be something to that. So I would just follow there. If you definitely have asthma, we want to do everything in the world to make sure. You also want to make sure you use an allergen-proof mattresses and pillow covers. Be careful with your mattresses. We've long known that a lot of our mattresses are just the restored mattresses, meaning they take the old box springs, they put a new cover over top of it. Have you seen some of them reports out there? They, I mean, oh, my stars. They got urine stains on them. They got other bodily stains that we don't want to talk about. This is a this show is rated for children, uh, but you read between the lines that literally reap right through the existing cover into the new covers so get make sure you spend a little extra money especially if you're inclined to be worried about germs or anything um use keep your pets out of your bedroom and off your soft furniture well um, my little doggy she sleeps with us so uh, uh my wife and i don't have any allergies but if the wife had allergies i reckon she'd have to sleep in the other room because me and that little baby girl we're sleeping together <laughs> <laughs> then I think, and my wife, my wife would testify. If I had allergies, I'd be in the room by myself all too, because she goes sleep with that little girl too. So, but really seriously, you got to think about these things, and you want to control your pest. You want to close up your cracks and crevices and seal around the leaks, and don't leave any type of food out. Um, and we talk about some of this on air infiltration on some of my other past shows. So if you really are doing that, you're taking care of a lot of them kind of uh, problems right there. So do that. That'll really help you. Mold. Mold is something, and we've talked about mold, but it's actually it, mold produces spores. And these spores, they float through the air. They land on uh, damp surfaces and grow. They are a living organism. And so, you know, then they definitely cause, we all know that causes hay fever. Right now, hay fever season is big. So, you know, there are things we want to watch about. But mold can also lead to uh, allergic reactions and asthma and respiratory ailments also. And it could grow anywhere into your home. You know, anywhere there's moisture, I should say. Uh, we just did a big inspection the other day, uh, well, a few weeks ago. And they had a tremendous amount of mold, huge mold problem up in their attic. Now, you wouldn't think that necessarily, but what happened was is that every time it was wintertime and it was this, which we talk about air infiltration. And I talk about these things in other shows. So if you're being energy conscious, you're going to help fix some of these problems right there. 
that won't that this won't happen but it literally caused a vacuum effect and it sucked them moisture right up into their attic and created a huge uh, i mean huge mold problem me and the mold guy travis boyer we had never seen anything to this bad uh so the so so if you're actually thinking about this and if we're following the other radio shows that we have about how to save money on energy you're also have you're you're creating other problems from cooking and stuff in your home, uh, you know, and cooking. You know, we talked about that a little bit, and we're probably going to hit on that some more. But there are things that we want to make sure that uh, we take care of. Uh, but they will be taken care of by being energy conservation. We're creating more problems, and that is why we want a good air ventilation system installed. We'll talk more about that probably on, on, on our second half of this show. Uh, but... The better and tighter our homes are, and especially right now. With the COVID, so many people now are working from home. They're not. We're going to the office. Some of these folks, they're literally not even going outside no more. I mean, I mean, all day long, they're literally in their office and they're working, at, you know, 10, 12, 15 hours a day. And they're not even going outside. At least back before, we'd go outside for lunch, or or we would literally we'd go to our car, coming and going to our business. Uh, and and things are not going to change. I'm not about the COVID so much, but we're going to have more and more in-home uh, offices. Actually, we're going to do a radio show on in-home offices in the near future because they are getting so popular. Uh, but now some of the things that we could do in there as far as ventilation to help us win our ventilation is uh, changing your – there's great air filters out there. And just do your research. There's HEPA filters. There's other types of uh, uh, filters out there designed for specific types of, uh, of, of indoor air pollutants. Find out what you might have by doing a study and find out what air filters. And change them regularly. Adjusting your humidity. Humidity is definitely affects the concentrations of indoor pollutants. For example, high humidity keeps the air moist, and uh, that's a and air, moist air. That's a that's a friend of mold, and that's no friend of ours. So, we want to keep your indoor humidity between thirty and fifty percent. Um, now, just so you know, we have a winter time. We're airing this show out of the Midwest. But we have people that never turn on air conditioners. We have some people that never use air conditioners. So we're going to be kind of generic here. But for us in the middle Midwest here, we literally have furnace and air conditioning. So we have humidifiers and dehumidifiers in our home. A lot of our humidifiers are literally, well, they're just they're on our furnace. But our humidifiers also are just we boil water. This old-fashioned country folks like myself, we we just put a pot of boiling water in. And, and, but here's your secret. Only do it in the wintertime. Humidity in your wintertime will help you, which I talk about this in our shit radio show there when we talk about energy conservation, will help you save money, and it's good for your health if it's not too much humidity. But summertime, we don't want any humidity. As a matter of fact, our air conditioners are glorified dehumidifiers. So you want to just get and just get you a humid, humidity uh, a gauge, and then you can watch and see what it is. So turn your humidifiers off in the summertime, and turn your dehumidifiers on in the summer, and flip them around in the winter time. Humidity on, 
dehumidity off wintertime and vice versa. And if you forget, if your electric bill starts getting up a little bit high during the summertime, go check. Maybe you got too much humidity and you're overtaxing your AC unit. In the summertime, wintertime, if you get static cling, you touch the doorknob and you get shocked, that means you need a little bit of water in your air. So you want to make sure you take care of that. All right. Uh, we talked about secondhand smoke and we talked about combustion pollutants. These are all different things we want to make sure we take care of. Now, when we're doing remodeling and building our new homes, there's a lot of things that we can do while we're doing it. So talk to your builder or give me a call and we'll help you uh, to kind of guide you with that. Uh, but if you've got a good builder or if he's a green energy rated builder, he understands these kind of things. And you want to make sure that while we're doing it, that you're taking care of it properly. Also, here's a tip. A lot of our construction guys, God bless them, they still smoke. You don't want anybody smoking in your home. Actually, I'd say nobody smokes in your home, period. That's a rule in our building sites. Nobody ever smokes in a home. I don't want to see a cigarette butt anywhere in that house. I don't care if there's windows in it or not. Uh, but definitely after you start enclosing it, because you don't want that. They don't want that in there. Chimneys, you want to make sure your chimneys are corrected. You know, unvented or leaky chimneys, tobacco products. You know, we talked about our gas stoves, all that. Uh, so these are things that why we're actually in the middle of doing our remodeling, we could take care of these things. And, uh, you know, also you might want to look at your radon at that time too. Uh, and so anyway, I kind of moving out of your home and I know this is all about the house, but because schools are so important and, and, uh, when, when we are getting more and more people back to school, finally, thank goodness. But, you know, we were 56 million people. Over 20% of our people that are in schools, at least that's what statistics say, that we actually, EPA's got a voluntary indoor air quality tools for schools. Find out if your school's following it. See if that's something that they're actually taking care of. See if they have a plan for that. Because uh, if not, these are things you're going to want to make sure. And EPA's got paperwork and, and they got documentation on that so you can actually make sure that it's called indoor air quality tools for schools. Office buildings, same thing. We got office buildings. Office buildings, you know, our children are very vulnerable, but so is our office buildings. I, I think sometimes we do a better job of keeping our schools clean than we actually do our offices, and like our ducks and work and, our, and things like that in our office buildings. And one thing about office buildings is that because of people coming and going, we're not we're having a, a larger input of different opportunities for. Uh, bringing in bad air or bringing in pollutants on our bodies. Um, and, you know, if people are sick, that's an indoor air pollutant. And they bring in these viruses and stuff inside the home or they bring it inside our buildings. These are all pollutants that we want to make sure that we're taking care of. So EPA's got a lot of protocols to protect you uh, for indoor air quality. And, uh, and they got inter you can get signed up for it. Check it out. Uh, we're going to move on here to uh, part two and another show. I hope that this has been helpful for you folks. I really enjoyed bringing it to you. We're going to talk about the next show. We're going to be talking more about the different style, styles and systems that are out there. Like Jim Vargas' system about indoor air quality, his system of, of ventilation. There's a lot of great systems out there. Try to find out which one's best work for you. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about some of the other ways that we can be proactive instead of reactive. 
you know, and build, while we're building our homes or while we're doing remodeling. And uh, so them are things that we want to be heads up on. Thank you, folks, for listening to our show. I am so tickled that you got a chance to join us again today. And like I said, give us a call. I'm always available. Maybe I don't get a chance to answer your phone, but if you actually, you can, you can find us on email uh, at Troy at GallowayBuildingServices.com. Uh, you can also go to our webpage, GallowayBuildingServices.com, and you go there. You can, uh, I got a question answer place that you can ask me questions and go there with it. Uh, also gives you a link to our radio shows and also to a lot of our, uh, informational YouTube videos. We got a few hundred different YouTube videos out there on just how to do things that'll help you educate you about the home. I don't have that many definitely on air quality, but we're working on it. We're going to be adding more to it. And uh, and you give me a call if you want to the office number, which I'd love to talk to you uh, in person or come out to your house. And our office number is 636-394-3112. That's 636-394-3112. And when you call the office, tell the ladies uh, it's usually the ladies that are working in the office. The, you know, the, the guys don't like to answer the phone. <laughs> really? I said, but that's the case. They, they, they'd rather be out there. I think they just want to flirt with the, the girls in the offices. If you ask me, but <clears throat> that'll get me in trouble. Anyway, folks, thank you for listening to our show and, uh, about the house, Troy Galloway. And I'll, let me give a quick shout out here to our producer. I always like to say something great about him. He, Joey, is a he's been doing our show now for the last few years. He helps us with our videos. Folks, if you are looking for somebody to help you with whether he could do your videos, he doesn't care if it's a construction or if he does it for real estate people. He does it for weddings. If you, He's got a cool drone he can do all kinds of neat stuff with. I highly recommend him. And Yeah, I'm not even being paid to give him a free advertising. So that's how much I love this young man. Well, thank you, folks. You have a great day. Appreciate you joining us. Sponsored by Troy Galloway and Galloway Building Services. Your top choice for professional home inspections in the St. Louis area. GallowayBuildingServices.com. Galloway.